0: This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet L.A. with Anita Marks right now.
1: Welcome back to ESPN 710. It is Bet L.A. and it's time for... That's right. Elias our Elias segment Randy Robles joins us they've got the game plan app we've been talking about it for months now hopefully you've already downloaded it and each and every week we got Randy he joins us on the show uh to break down of course uh three select games with his Elias insights um so first things first Randy uh happy belated Thanksgiving to you and yours hopefully you had a nice uh turkey day yesterday
2: thank you you as well
1: all right, so let's dive into it. Let's start with the Rams and Kansas City first and foremost. Kansas City favored by 15 and a half. Yes, you heard me correctly. 15 and a half. The over-unders at 41 and a half. What are your insights in this Rams matchup?
2: First off, I mean, what a disgrace to be the defending Super Bowl champions and to be more than a 14-point underdog. I looked it up to find out how many defending Super Bowl champions were giving Fourteen points in a game. You know, you know, you know, you know how many? Zero. They are the first <laughs> team ever. They are the first Super Bowl team, Super Bowl champion, wow. defending champion, to give up that many points in a in a game. Now, having said that, this game is very intriguing. You know, um, you know, your first instinct is okay, Stafford's off. Is he's not playing again this 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 weekend? The Chiefs are rolling right now. They have a 14-game winning streak against the NFC, including three and zero this year. A lot of things going for them that may want you to, to 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 lay the the massive point spread. However, the Chiefs are only one and four against the spread at home this season, uh, with just one win by more than three points. They play a lot more closer games than than, than you would imagine. Also, when they when they are giving at least 10 points, they have covered just two out of their last eight games. So they're not a great pick when it's a really juicy spread like that. And then league-wide, I looked at teams since 2020 that were giving um, 14 or more points. And against the spread, those teams are just 10, 11, and 3. So they've only covered 10 out of uh, 24 games. So for that reason... And I just think the 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 disrespect of of having to lay 16 points or 15 and a half points, I would be tempted to take the Rams this weekend.
1: It's it's really unbelievable, right? Um, And and again, like you know, reports are uh, that we're gonna you'll see. We heard from Sean McVay. you'll see who's gonna start at quarterback. um, But reports are and the expectation is that it's gonna be Bryce Perkins, as we know Stafford is out because of the concussion. Wolford's dealing with a neck issue. Um, Not not a lot of like exciting. And then they cut Henderson, who the Jaguars picked. I mean, so like, you know, not a lot of offensive firepower here. Uh, It it will be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, Okay, let's talk about the Chargers game as they get ready to go up against Arizona. Again, reports are that Murray is expected to play. Uh, even though he's dealing with a hamstring issue, he's been on the shelf for a few weeks. My fantasy team has suffered from it. Thank you very much. Uh, the Chargers. This line was three. It's now gone down to two and a half. The mm. over under is at forty eight. What are your Elias insights here?
2: Well, let's start with the big picture here. The Chargers have covered the spread three weeks three weeks in a row. So they're kind of coming into mid-season form as you as you might say and, and getting Keenan allen back it sucks that they that mike williams is out uh briefly came back of, of course and inj- re-injured himself against kc last week um the cardinals one in ten over their last 11 home games including two and nine against the spread doesn't matter if kyler murray's back there or or not they just have not been doing well at home um and uh you know, for that reason, I just I think the Chargers is is, is the way to go here. Now, the Chargers do have a, a, a major weakness, which is they um they're, they're bad against the run. They're they're ranked number 30 in in uh, in the league in run defense. However, the Cardinals have shown that they have not been able to take advantage of bad rushing defenses this this season. Uh, exhibit A would be they they faced Seattle twice this year. Seattle's got the 28th uh, rush uh, ranked rush defense, and they've only uh, mustered 30 points over those two games. So. If you're not going to take advantage of that weakness of, of of the Chargers, then I think the Chargers just might go might go nuts and just roll this this weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. There's 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 a number of prop bets that I actually like in this matchup uh, for that reason, and also I've got some. I have my own Anita insights in regard oh. to the the officiating crew uh, that's working this game. Ron Torbert is the officiating crew. Now get this. Arizona is has the second-most penalties of any team in the NFL. They have the third-most false start penalties, and 65% of them are at home. As you alluded to, wow. they're, they're, they're a much worse team at home, which, which would be surprising, right? Because the noise factor, yeah. you would think, like, uh, the fans would actually benefit them as opposed to on the road where it could be a problem. Torbert and his officiating crew, 66% of their penalties that they call are false start penalties against really? home te- yeah against home teams and the chargers it? wait it gets even better the chargers um are 30 uh, 37% of their penalties so far this season have been on the road so they're actually penalized oh. less on the road than they are at home and just to put a big fat green bow around this Home dogs, since 2016, home dogs, the NFL worst with Ron Torbert's crew, 11 and 27 against the spread, 29%. Wow. I know.
2: Oh, I mean, that is, I mean, there's drilling deep, and then there's next level, and that is the <laughs> few. You've, you've breached a new level. of. I, I want to get the Anita app with those insights.
1: That's, that's pretty awesome. Rand, Randy mm-hmm. Robles joining us from the Elias Sports Bureau. You can download uh, the Elias Game Plan app on your Droid or your iPhone. They don't discriminate, uh, and you get such great I, – I mean, we're breaking down three games for you, but uh, they have a plethora, all the games, all the insights, uh, doing uh, doing you great justice in regard to your fantasy teams as well as gambling. Uh let's let's end with the Bears and the Jets. Uh a lot going on here, right? Like potentially no Justin Fields. He's a legit quote unquote game time decision. If he doesn't go, it's Trevor Simeon. Uh the Jets finally making uh the move to uh 86 Zach Wilson. For all you mm-hmm. people in the service industry, you know what that is. It means that Zach Wilson is, is not going to play. Obviously, I've bartended before. Zach Wilson is not going to play. So uh again, the Jets are favored by six the over unders at 38 and a half. What are your insights here?
2: Well, so Mike White is getting the start by all accounts. Looking back to last year, his last two starts with the Jets, they they lost both games by an average of 21 and a half points. So meet the new boss same as 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 the old boss perhaps. The um, Bears and again this this is this is Really, under the under the contingency that that Fields is playing this this weekend, um, under that assumption, I, l- I like the Bears. You know, seven of their last nine games have been decided by eight or fewer points. This game is a six point spread uh, in favor of the Jets. Bears also three and zero against the spread against the AFC this year. So, playing a lot of close games in, in that type of situation, I, I think I would take take the points against a, a team that's struggled to score. And bringing in a, a very unstable situation uh, under center, just it, it's it's really a gambler's. It's 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 kind. Of, it's one of those games that you might want to stay away from. There's so many unknowns and, and a lot of unpredictability. However, if it, if it steals against um, Mike White, I, I think I think you take the points with Chicago and and uh, and feel pretty good about that.
1: Is there before I let you go? Is there a game out there that, that has piqued your interest this week?
3: Mm,
2: you know, I really, I, I, I really haven't, uh, I really haven't. I, I mean, I, I liked the, um, the Thanksgiving games. I had a great stat, which actually came back to haunt me. But um, oh, I liked. No. Uh, Please share. Yeah, Please I, do share. Well, this, this is, this is, this was uh, a. Yeah, um, this, this was my Thanksgiving turkey. The uh, <laughs> since 1995, teams on Thanksgiving
0: mm-hmm. were
2: that were that were favored by seven and a half or more points. We're sixteen and two against the spread. So I look at the schedule and I see, oh my gosh, you know, you got the Bills favored by uh ten points, you got the Cowboys favored, favored by ten points. Easy money. So uh, you know, following that pattern, they should both easily cover. Well, neither covered, and uh so I was over two on that uh, on that angle. So that was a little bit of a bummer, especially that last backdoor that backdoor cover by the uh, the Giants, Willie. Really, uh really soured my, uh, my,
1: um, yeah, my, somebody, my... somebody, somebody on that Giants squad, somebody on that giant's offense had, had the giants with the points. Oh, um, <laughs> there's
2: nothing worse. There's nothing worse right? than losing like on the back. Had the,
1: somebody on that offense, Mike Kafka. He, he had the, he had the giants with the points. I actually, oh. I played a, um, I think I, t- I text you. I played a three team Turkey day teaser. So I teased the lions up. Um, I mm. teased the Dallas Cowboys down. And I teased the Patriots up, and so um, so I was I was a big winner on on Thanksgiving. Whoa, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm feeling good. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, I, I told you you've got you've got uh, the United States and Iran who are playing against each other on Tuesday at two o'clock. My treat if you could pry yourself away from work, my friend.
2: I appreciate that. That'd be would be pretty awesome. It's gonna be that's gonna be uh, you know for all the marbles and uh, what a what a what an amazing uh, game that's gonna be.
1: Uh, Randy Robles, again, joining us here from the Elias Sports Barrel. Again, download that Elias Game Plan app right now on your Droid or your iPhone. Helps you with fantasy as well as gambling. Randy, always great to hear your voice. Again, uh, happy belated Thanksgiving to you and yours, my friend. Thank you. You too. You got it. Still a lot more coming your way. Nita Marks with you. This is Bet LA here on, uh, on 710 ESPN LA. I have quite a few uh, NFL games that uh, are tickling my fancy. I will share those with you when we get back right here on 710 ESPN LA.
0: This is Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 7Teddy SPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TeezaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 7Teddy SPN. You're going to play, obviously, whoever's on the schedule, but for given what's happening with you guys and now you're going into play arguably you know, the best team sure. in an environment that's traditionally pretty
3: tough. Yeah.
0: But how, what's your kind of message this week?
3: Let's go compete
2: to the best of our ability. You know, you got tremendous respect. I mean, this is an excellent football team. Like you said, they're arguably um, as good as anybody in this league, and, and their record and you know their tape speaks for itself. And so um, tremendous respect for their coaches and their players. Um, they've got excellent schemes in all three phases excellent coaching and personnel and so it is a great challenge but what it is is an opportunity for us to go compete you know I like the way the guys have prepared this week. Like the look in their eye. You know, those are the things that that give you inspiration, in spite of you know a lot of the things that have not gone according to plan or been ideal. But you know, all we can do is, is coach to the best of our ability, pour into these guys, and then let them go play. And I want to see them play fast and free. And you know, own the plan, own the responsibility uh, within the framework of their role, each individual snap. But go cut it loose, and uh, you know, it's a great out for us.
1: Sean McVay. That's right. Getting that Rams team ready to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Can they pull the upset? I don't think so. But like I said uh, earlier, uh, if I'm going to play this, uh, I'll take the Rams and the points. Sure, give me the plus 15.5, the plus 16. Why not? All right, um, we just heard from Randy Robles. And, uh, and, you know, very interesting. We were talking about, of course, the Bears and the Jets game. Jets favored by six. The over-unders at 38.5. Me being from New York, I've got a, a little better grip on this matchup than the average bear. So first things first. Zach Wilson is just god awful. How how bad is he? Um, this this Jets offense averaged 5.4 yards per passing play. Okay, 29th in the NFL. Um, they had a 35 percent success rate on offense, and um, and they only scored they they only scored eight of their 33 possessions. Um, that's what they average per game. Is eight of thirty three possessions. So, uh, n- just 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 to say, uh, to give you some statistics here, just how god awful Zach Wilson is. Um, I commend the Jets organization for bench. Keep in mind, Zach Wilson was somebody who was drafted number two overall. So, for an organization to say, "Hey, listen, we're going to bench him now," Robert Sala, head coach, came out and said, "This doesn't mean he's losing his job. He just needs he needs to reset. He's doing too many things wrong." So he needs to reset. Okay, all right, whatever you say. Um, I think it's going to be really hard for him um, to to reset and get back because I do believe that Mike White gives the Jets a better opportunity to win some football games here. Keep in mind, he engineered a 34-31 upset against Cincinnati last last uh, last season when he came in. So he has started for this team in the past, and I will tell you, Jets fans here in New York – Uh, have been clamoring for him to get into some action, and sure enough, he is. So, uh, and this is a much different Jets team than when Mike White was quarterbacking. Why? The Jets defense, one of the best in the NFL, okay? Um, uh, they're, they're, They're up there in regard to sacks. They're up there. In fact, last week, six sacks, eight QB hits, and did not allow the Patriots to score a touchdown. Teams are only averaging 27 yards per drive against their defense. So you've got a quarterback like Mike White who can engineer a drive, get down there, at least put up some field goals, um, eat up time of possession. Don't go four and out. Don't go or, or you know don't go three and out. Don't go three and out and um, and and turn the ball over. You're setting up this team. I mean, this is the formula we we, we saw the Baltimore Ravens back in the day, right? Win, win a Super Bowl with this formula. They, they won a Super Bowl with, you know, uh, with Trent Dilfer, with all due respect to Trent Dilfer, but, um, you know, they, they, they've they had success playing with very average quarterbacks, you know, and in, in spectacular defenses, and that's what this Jets team is trying to do right now. Um and they've got a lot of they've got a, a lot of talent on this team. Meanwhile, meanwhile for the Chicago Bears, we're hearing that Justin Fields is going to be game time de- decision. He's dealing with an AC joint separation. I don't believe that Justin Fields plays. Okay, Me I think neither. it's going to be. I, I think exactly. I think it's going to be Trevor Simeon. Listen, Trevor Simeon, he's not chopped liver now, right? Like, no, he's no Justin Fields, but you know, um, he had. But Justin Fields has not been practicing. Simeon has. And do you really want to risk further injury to for Justin Fields against this Jets defense? They sacked Mac Jones six times. They had eight QB hits. Tyler, I, I don't I, I don't I don't think I don't and, and let's be honest, where's this Bears team going? Do you really want to risk more injury to your star? Franchise quarterback and Justin Fields against this defense? No, I think that would be foolish, right?
2: Yeah, I completely agree. They're kind of they're in a very similar position, and obviously not getting as much attention as the Rams are, but they're in a very similar position regarding decisions to make with their star players.
1: So, um, so I do not anticipate Justin Fields to play. I think uh, I think Trevor Simeon is going to play. Uh, the Bears have the NFL's worst defense. Uh, Roquan Smith, of course, they traded away. Robert Quinn, they traded away. Uh, In four games, they've given up 142 points. Another reason why I think this is going to be easy sledding for Mike White coming in to start for the Jets. So, um, by the way, the Bears' defense has allowed 18 rushing touchdowns this season. 18 rushing touchdowns. So how am I playing this? I'm going to lay the six with the Jets. I think the Jets win. I think their defense is just so dominant. Um, Like, I, I see a score here, like, 27 to 10, something like that. So I'm going to lay the points with the Jets. Also, prop bet-wise, so Michael Carter now, 25 snaps last week. James Robinson, don't forget the Jets traded for James Robinson with the Jacksonville Jaguars, 11 snaps. Last season when Mike White was quarterbacking, Michael Carter was on this team, and he looked to Mike White a lot in the passing game. He had 29 targets last season when Mike White was quarterbacking. So the prop bets aren't out there right now, but as we get closer to this game, uh, Mike, uh, Michael Carter r- running back for the Jets over receptions and over receiving yards, okay? That's what I would be looking for uh, in regards to prop bets. Mike White feels very comfortable with Michael Carter, and um, and I do believe that uh, that he's going to be targeted. So that's my favorite prop bet in this Jets matchup. Some, some other NFL games that I am eyeing this week. Um, I already told you that I do like Denver, uh, minus one against Carolina. I love the Bucks. The Bucks minus three. If it's three and a half, you want to buy the hook down, not going to be mad at you. That's probably what I would do anyway. They're coming off of a bye. They're trying to make this late run. Their defense is finally healthy. Um, they're number seven against the pass. They're number four against the run. And here's the thing about Cleveland. Deshaun Watson comes back next week against his former team, the Houston Texans. So he's been trying to get some, some practice time in. So it's taking away from Jacoby Brissett. So now you've got a Bucs team coming off of a bye, getting ready to take on a Cleveland Browns team who's ready to make the switch at quarterback. I love this line. I love the Bucks minus three. Um, some other games that I like, the Jacksonville Jaguars getting the points, another team coming off of a bye. Their offensive line and their defensive line is actually better than the Ravens. The Ravens are going to be without Ronnie Staley. And, um, and this is a Jaguars team. They're one and six in one score games. They're one and six straight up in just one score games. So give me the Jags plus four. I think it's going to be a much closer game. Miami, I'll lay the 12. Why? They're coming off of a bye. Tyree Hill is just ridiculous. Tua, number one QB rating in the NFL. Marinating that for a minute. And meanwhile, Houston, they're switching their quarterback. They're benching Davis Mills. They're going to Kyle Allen. Good luck with that. So I do love Miami. I think they're going to open up a can of you-know-what um, against the Houston, uh, the Houston Texans. So, uh, so those are those are just a few of the other plays that I really really like. Uh, like I said earlier when I opened up the show, this is a Week Twelve slate that I really really like uh, heading into Sunday. So, uh, and, and those are just a few. Quick break. We come back. Fat Jack is going to be joining us, professional handicapper. Um, FatJackSports.com is where you can find him, as well as right here coming your way next on Seven Ten ESPN LA. This is Bet L.A. with
0: Anita Marks on 7 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 7 ESPN.
1: Welcome back to Bet L.A. here on 710. ESPN LA we've got Fat Jack professional handicapper uh straight off his uh his turkey day feast I don't know about you I played a three-way turkey day teaser uh and uh and mama's mom actually I'm sitting online right now looking at uh Marco Moreo boots I, I'm, I'm mommy mama's actually going to buy a new pair of shoes after yesterday's wins hopefully you were just as successful
3: yeah, congratulations. I, you know, the football wasn't—I say it wasn't great. It was fine. We we had won since we talked a lot. I won Saturday. I went four and one Sunday. We had the over on Monday night uh, down in Mexico City, and so everybody's in the profit. Yesterday I went two and oh in basketball, but in football the only thing I have going I went zero oh and two with two totals under that both went over. But I do have uh, I teased and I rarely do this, but I teased New England with Pittsburgh. Uh, on a six-point teaser. So I still have New England obviously covered that, I've got Pittsburgh plus some points on Monday. Uh, but things are really good. You know, when you add the World Cup in, uh, I'm 5-1 and one in the World Cup. That's a really good start for somebody who knows literally nothing about the World Cup. I have a guy in uh, London that releases those games for me and sends them to me. So a good start there. It's nice to be in a profit before breakfast. And when we head into Black Friday, a ton of games going on. So I'm
1: excited about it. There you go. I love it. Um, all right. So let's dive right into it. Uh, and let's start first and foremost with the charges going up against Arizona. Now, everything that I'm reading, I'm hearing, it looks like Murray is going to play coming off of that hamstring issue. Um, but this is a defense. They just struggle against the past, right? 31st in points uh, per game allowed. Uh, teams average 360 total yards against them. I think Justin Herbert's going to have a field day. I'm on. I'm on the Charger side, and right now that line that line is only two and a half. The over is at 48. How are you playing this?
3: Yeah, and the Chargers five and zero against the spread. Their last five when they go play at Arizona, it seems like Arizona either owns you or you own them, and there's not a lot in between. You know, they either really, really string the right wins against the spread and straight up the right way, or they're getting beat on a consistent basis. The Chargers are one of those that has their number. And with Murray, the problem with Murray is, is that even if he's healthy, I don't, you, you probably had a hamstring injury before. I certainly have. It's not something that you just go from zero to ten in mm-hmm. a week or a few days. And his entire game plan is built around the fact that he's got to be mobile, got to move the ball, move the pocket around, be able to scramble when he can. So I think the Chargers are catching him at the right time. Teams have gotten the Chargers at the right time earlier in the year a couple of times with some of their injuries. But I'm with you, Anita. I like to have the Chargers on, uh, on Sunday plus the points
1: um i also I, i'm i'm i've got I, I feel pretty strongly about the over do you have a play on the over under in that matchup or no well
3: if, if murray can't run then i think it's gonna be tough getting over they don't have a lot behind him as we saw colt mccoy uh, looked like a freaking deer and i mean he looked like a deer and cheetahs were chasing it just wasn't even close i mean <laughs> and so I, I where they are after murray i don't have a lot of confidence in the level of execution um arizona's gone over five of the last games to are right there's been bad enough it hasn't really mattered because other teams have gotten a job done when they haven't um but i will tell you in this series when the arizona's at home four of the last five have gone under so i'm steering clear of the total i think the charge is the easier side
1: uh the rams going up against kansas city uh and this is a this is a big line <laughs> Um, fifteen and a half. The Chiefs are favored. Why not? I, I mean, listen, uh, Patrick Mahomes has just been a man possessed this season. The over under is at forty-one and a half. And of course, uh, we're anticipating that Bryce Perkins. Of course, Sean McVay came out and said, "You'll see," quote unquote. But I think a number, a number of us are anticipating Bryce Perkins uh, to start. Obviously, it brings a different dimension because what he's able to do, you know, with his legs and, and his ability, his his ability to scramble um again 15 and a half kansas city is favored that's a lot of points delay 41 and a half is uh, is the over under what's your play here yeah i think
3: that it's it's too easy to walk up and play kansas city we talked about where they were uh, first part of the year with how what a tough schedule they had it certainly gets easier here in the second half and this obviously without stafford is one of those spots But the Chiefs have not been good in November versus the number. Chiefs are 0-6-1 against the spread following a win. They're 2-7-1 against the spread their past 10 November games. So this team in November takes that, and this all starts at the top of the Indy Reef. Get it done. Move on. That's how they approach it. They go super conservative in the second half. So I think this is a game they could name their number if they wanted to, but Reed does not really have a reason to, and he's proven in the past, especially the later you get in the regular season, he starts eyeing the playoffs and not really pressing things, not taking chances, running the ball, playing field position, especially if you the other team's offense isn't getting anything done. The Chiefs are 5-1 and one to the under their past six games at home and 5-2 and two to the under following a win. So this team typically goes under. I like under in the game. I think one of those second half where at halftime you feel like you're doing great on both Kansas City and the over. But the second half, the wind comes out of the ball, fast, fast second half. Charge or the, the Rams figure out a way back into it. I think they probably backdoor it and cover, uh, losing ten to fourteen points. And I think it actually probably stays under the forty two.
1: So you like so you like the Rams in the
3: under? I do. I do. I think. I think no scoring in the second. If I was going to play the over and or the favorite, I'd do it the first half for sure. Kansas City can name the number. I'm just not sure as they get in the second half, they're going to care about that.
1: Um, I I like it. I, I I like that. I like that analysis. Uh, let's talk about the Jets. Uh, what's going on in my own backyard here? The Jets are favored by six, going up against the Bears. Justin Fields, um, a, a legit game time decisions. He's doing. He's dealing with an ag AC joint separation. I have had a hamstring injury as you mentioned before. No, you, you, that just doesn't heal immediately, and you've got to be really careful because you don't want to tear that bad boy off the bone. Uh, AC joint separation. I've had that injury as well, and. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot more difficult to shoot a basketball than it is to throw a football with an AC joint separation. So not sure what's going to happen there. If he doesn't go, Trevor Simeon is going to go. But really the bigger news here, uh, Jack, is that Zach Wilson has finally been benched. God bless. The Jets are finally doing the right thing. Mike White is going to start. I love the Jets with Mike White and this defense. I'll lay the six. What 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 say you?
3: Yeah, you know who didn't care about the quarterback change at all? The line setters, the market, the, the point spread did not move one point when they went from that. I and mean, that shows you how bad quarterback play is with a team that otherwise is very, very competent. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, Zach Wilson, more, not a moment too soon. He's he's bottom in the league or next to bottom in the league in just about mm-hmm. every major category. His teammates, you can clearly see are turning on him a little bit. Um, I don't know that the, the change is going to – I don't know if the, the backup's got a cape on and they're going to go out and score a bunch of points. But I do think, you know, you alluded to uh, Justin Fields, which has been kind of an auto play over with the Bears in recent weeks, but that's when he wasn't hurt. Uh, Fields is not 100%. This team is absolutely a different team. And if he doesn't go for whatever reason, he's been sacked 40 times this year. How backup going to fare? Justin Fields, very mobile quarterback – but Justin Fields been sacked 40 times. I don't like that their chances to move the ball at all. I think the under is one of the easier plays. There's a few games this week where the comfortable, easy play is probably the right side. And it's absolutely, it starts here. The Jets have gone under five straight games. I don't know they're going to have a lot of offense this week either. And I don't think they're going to need it because I think Chicago is going to struggle offensively. I go under the 49, no opinion on the side.
1: Again, Fat Jack joining us. You can find him at FatJackSports.com. Talking NFL. Before we move on to, uh, to, to college, any NFL plays out there that, uh, that, that scream out to you, like this is your best bet this week or this is the one you're really <laughs> yeah. feeling?
3: Yeah, I and mean, it's been so easy lately most of the time with some of these totals and these bad offensive teams. Indianapolis is under 14 of their last 16 games. I'm auto-playing under with them until further notice. Even with New England going over last night, I would still play them under going forward. And the other team, which is kind of the poster child of under plays, is this Denver Broncos team, which we seem to talk about every week, and they seem to keep cashing every week. This Broncos team, horrible offense, one of the top two or three defenses in the league, and what is not a cure for the under are the Panthers – How are they going to score? I don't see either of these teams scoring points, and the Broncos not caring if they score points. So I go under with Indy. And I hate it that I all the time we get to shopping season, I start pointing out some of the ugliest plays on the board. But some of the – it's like I I go and invest in Snuggies and Chia Pets every week. You get the ugliest (laughs) thing you can find for my loved ones playing under in football games on Sunday. But it's the easiest money out there, Anita. And so, yeah, I go under with Indy. I go under with Denver.
1: I love it. I love it. All right, college football. We've got a doozy, and that's Michigan going up against Ohio State. Um, you know, prior to Quorum getting injured, I was all over Michigan. Right, love their defense um, and 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 had the ability to to eat up time of possession and just run the football. But with him potentially not playing, or if he does play, he's not going to be 100%. Mike Morris, listen, he's the one, he's the motor, he's the engine, right, on that defense, getting the pressure, getting that pressure rate against opposing quarterbacks. Edwards, there's so many question marks. Uh, injury-wise, for Michigan, I'm leaning towards Ohio State here. So, um, again, Ohio State favored by eight. That line actually has come down. It was nine. It came down to eight and a half. Now it's at eight. The over unders at 55 and a half. Who do you have here?
3: Yeah, I don't trust Harbaugh as far as I can throw him in games like this. Up until last year, he could not beat a ranked team to save his life. He couldn't beat a top-five team to save his life. He goes conservative. He goes run. He plays field position. He waits on the other team to make a mistake, which works most of the year in the Big Ten. does not work when you play a good offensive team. I am, make no mistake, I do not believe Ohio State is anywhere near where Georgia is or maybe even the next two or three teams, and we haven't seen that yet. But they are better than Michigan, and a lot better than Michigan at home, and a lot, much, much better than Michigan as long as they, Michigan has Harbaugh as their head coach. Go conservative all the time in these exact spots. So I don't love this spot because you get over touchdown in these rivalry games, it can get close. But I did have Texas minus the eight and a half or nine over Baylor, and I got positively reinforced. I'm go ahead and lay it over a touchdown. I do the same thing here and lay the points play Ohio State.
1: I love it. I love it. Um, you've got Notre Dame going up against USC. Uh, that line as well has come down. It was at six. It's, it's now down to four and a half. USC is favored. The over-unders at 63 and a half. Boy, USC looked great last week against UCLA. Can they keep that momentum going with Caleb Williams? How are you playing this bad? Yeah how,
3: yeah, how good? Is USC better than Clemson? I mean, because that's kind of where we are in this game, right? I mean, Clemson came in. Riding pretty high. Now totally different animals here. You have a USC team has a ton of offense, maybe suspect on defense a little bit. Where Clemson's the exact opposite of that. But what we're getting out of Notre Dame is a new coaching staff and young kids that are improving every single week. They're obviously going to get USC's full attention. The home field's not going to be a huge advantage unless something is out on the west coast. I actually think Notre Dame. The reason it's sharp money, absolutely driving this number down. Uh, Notre Dame, they they believe is a live dog here in a, in a team that has proven, uh, even more so than what USC's done, that they can beat that top high caliber football team in a team that's getting better every week. Their trajectory's up. I actually like Notre Dame plus the points here. Not positive they're going to win, but I think it's very very close.
1: Fantastic, great stuff as always, uh, Jack. Really do appreciate you. Um, again, happy belated Thanksgiving to you and your family. Uh, we so appreciate you when you join us here on on ESPN. Thank you so much.
3: Absolutely. If you're out shopping, keep your head on a swivel, Nate. I'll see you soon.
1: You got it. Fat Jack, fatjacksports.com. That's where you can find him. Quick break. We come back. Um, I will give you my college plays heading into, uh, heading into uh, tomorrow. And, uh, and also, I've got some World Cup plays for you as well. That next will end the show strong right here on 710 ESPN L.A.
0: This is Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 7Teddy SPN, made possible tonight by Teza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Teza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TezaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 7Teddy SPN. Only a few rivals. Football are still special. It is a series that started back in 1926.
3: This is one of those games.
0: But it has never been more dramatic than it is today.
3: Most rivalries are about the team across the street.
0: Notre Dame and Southern Cal,
3: But this one's nationwide.
0: The most spectacular of all the intersectional series. And the realm of collegiate football. Legends are born in this game. Tranquil 51st game for the Irish. It's a score that demands to be settled in prime time. The Irish have won it. Harrison Smith sealed the football game. It's an honor to play college football. Notre Dame does it better than anybody in the country. It's a privilege to do it at Notre Dame. He has the record all by himself.
3: It's time for you to put your stamp on this rivalry.
0: It's always special when the Trojans and the Irish get together.
1: How about that? Some hype video for you. Getting you ready for Notre Dame-USC. Could this be a trap game? USC feeling really good about themselves coming off that UCLA win. Um, So where does this line stand right now? It opened up at six. It's down to four and a half. The over-unders at 63 and a half. Now, what do we know about USC, right? Again, huge win over UCLA, 48 to 45. Um, their offense, uh, second in, in points per drive. Uh, they love to force the turnovers. That's what's really great about this USC team. I don't think people realize they're plus 21. Turnover margin, plus 21. They average four turnovers a game. I think that's the elixir. I've used that word twice now. It's my favorite word in, in, in the uh, in the English dictionary. That is the elixir in regard to why I think USC is going to defeat Notre Dame. So, and I like them even more now that they're minus four and a half. Keep it coming down because you know, obviously, uh, I would I want to imagine, of course, that you know that shark money is 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 definitely is is on Notre Dame. Now, as we know, no, Notre Dame a really great power run game. Uh, they run the ball 71% of the time. But here's the thing, USC against against a power run team like that, they are going to stack the box. And when that happens, teams only average 4.3 yards per attempt against USC when they play in a stacked box defensively. And I do anticipate that to happen on the defensive side of the ball. As for uh, Caleb Williams, uh, I, I, think, I think he can have a field day against Notre Dame. Their DBs are injured. Cam Hart, as well as... Um, joseph apparently there's a chance that they do not play um and so they're they're they've, they're dealing with some injuries in that de- on that defense let alone specifically in that secondary and we just saw how otherworldly caleb williams was against uh against ucla i think he picks up where he le- where he left off because now he is in the conversation and he should be in the conversation for uh for for the heisman trophy tyler don't you agree yeah you, absolutely I mean, Right? Especially after that performance I mean, you'd UCLA. be a fool to
2: disagree with this guy. He's just hes just going off every game.
1: So um, so that's the side I'm on with USC. Man, uh, Mason Ireland, they'd be really impressed, right? Like, I'm on the Chargers minus two and a half. I'm on the Rams getting the 15 and a half, 16. I'm on USC uh, laying the four and a half. I, no I mean, kidding. who am I? Somebody take my temperature. She's a,
2: she's a changed woman now spending I, some time <laughs> here in LA. Get him on the I, phone. <laughs> Get him on the
1: phone. I am. I am a changed woman. Um, Iowa State going up against TCU. TCU laying the nine and a half, over under 46 and a half. <clears throat> I have a small lean, small lean, small play on TCU. Iowa State, they lost to Texas Tech. They've lost seven of their last eight. They only average three yards per rush, 20 yards per game. They're just, they're not going to be lockstep. They can't keep up with TCU and how explosive their offense is. Uh, of course, they escaped. Um... A, a, a potential loss to Baylor, 29-28, that field goal. What an amazing ending of a game. Exciting it was. Can they? Can TCU come in with that type of energy? I think they can. Again, I just don't think Iowa State's offense has what it takes to stay up to speed with TCU. I think in the second half, TCU uh, blows them away. But the big game is Michigan going up against Ohio State, right? So uh, right now the line is Ohio State favored by eight. The over-under is at 55-and-a-half. Really, for me, it comes down to Corum. And, you know, even if he does play, as we know, that, that knee injury that we saw, he's not going to be 100%. This is a Michigan team, fourth rushing offense, first total defense, second scoring defense. Their defense is great, but the straw that stirs that Michigan drink, go blue, is Corum. And, and because of his knee injury, I am now fading Michigan, and I am on the Ohio State side. Eight in total offense, second in scoring. Again, Michigan's got a good defense, but they also have some injuries as well. Mike Morris, who's who's a really big part of them getting that pressure on that quarterback is dealing with some injuries. Edwards as well. So, I, I do like Ohio State here. And and also for Michigan, if it comes down to Michigan having to throw the ball, JJ McCarthy to me cannot will not be able to 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 really carry this Michigan team in a stru- in, in in a in a shootout. Um, he struggles against man coverage, and, uh, and Ohio State plays man at least 50% of the time. At least they did against Notre Dame, and they did against Wisconsin. So, uh, so I do like Ohio State here. Uh, we've got just uh, a few minutes left uh, in the show, so I want to end it strong talking World Cup. Again, as I said when I opened up the show, uh, no, no full transparency here. I don't watch soccer, but I love the World Cup. So I have I've, I'm doing a deep dive. I am studying. I'm doing a lot of analysis, and I'm actually winning my bet. So what am I playing on Saturday? Which by the way, it's two a.m. So make sure you set your alarm. I do like Australia uh, to win against uh, uh, Tunisia, um, and you could get that at plus two fifty. Um, I know they lost, and the reason why these odds are so good—they—they uh, they got their butts handed to them by France. They lost four to one, but let's be honest, uh, France—they're just—they're—they're they're phenomenal. Okay, um, Australia, their issues are in their backcourt, but they are desperate, and they're not going to play as safe as they did against France. They've got to come out, they've got to be aggressive. They have to win this to give them a chance to get out of their group, and I do believe that they're going to do that. Okay. Um, you know, uh, the, the, Tunisia, they just, they're offensively, they just don't have the firepower. So, Australia, I do like them at plus 250. Poland going up against um, Saudi Arabia. Now, Saudi Arabia pulled up a huge upset against Argentina, but Argentina should have been up 4 0, 4 0. In the first half of that game, they were just caught off sides. So, not to take anything away from Saudi Arabia, they played a great game. It was fun to watch, but very fortunate, okay? Um, Poland, they had a draw against Mexico. I think here's how I'm playing this one. Both teams score here. Who wins? I don't know. But I've got them both scoring a goal, and you could get that at minus 106. France going up against Denmark, like I said, France is just otherworldly. I like France straight up beating Denmark, and you could get that at minus 130. Um, they did, uh, of course, uh, beat Australia 4-1, to one. They just they they check all the boxes in regard to um, strikers and defense, you name it. Meanwhile, now here's something really interesting. France has not had a lot of success against Denmark in the past, but this is a much different uh, French team, and this is a better French team. And obviously, um, what's on the line here, what's at stake, is greater than a friendly. So I do like France beating Denmark at minus 130. And last but not least, Argentina going up against Mexico. Oh. One of the biggest upsets, probably in the soccer world, them losing to Saudi Arabia, you can get them to win and beat Mexico at minus 105. Could be an absolute steal, in my opinion. So I do like Argentina to beat Mexico. On Sunday, I've got Japan beating Costa Rica. I've got Belgium beating Morocco. I have Canada beating uh, Croatia. And my best bet of the entire weekend is Spain beating Germany. They beat Croatia seven to nothing. I've got Spain potentially upsetting Brazil for this to win this whole damn thing, and you could get Spain beating Germany at plus 140. I think it's a steal. It's my best bet of the weekend. That's how I would play it. Everybody, thank you so much for watch for for watching for listening to Bet LA. We so appreciate it. Tyler and Rebecca, who always do a phenomenal job uh, producing the show. Um, everybody, again, uh, belated happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Enjoy this holiday weekend. Hopefully we've given you, we've given you some winners in football, of course, NFL, college football, as well as, uh, as the World Cup. And I want to thank, of course, uh, Jordan uh, Rodrigue, as well as Randy Robles and Fat Jack, professional handicapper, who joined us on the program. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. I'm Anita Marks. This is BetLA here on 710 ESPN LA.